Welcome back to another episode of the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. Man, friend, I am just so dang happy and honored to have you here, truly, from the bottom of my heart. It means the world to me that you are taking time out of your precious day to allow me to talk into your ear, and I just think that that is the coolest. So thank you. Um, In today's episode, we are going to be talking about finding our why behind our climbs ahead, whatever journey it is that we're walking on. And hey, maybe you're someone who's at a place where you're like, listen, I already, I know my why, I got that on lock, and if so, that's amazing, more power to you. Maybe you have a why that's similar to my own. And if not, if you are lost in the land of why, no worries, my friend, you're not alone. And my hope is that perhaps this episode can help you find a little bit more clarity as you keep moving forward on your climb ahead and really help you get deeply rooted on your compelling why. So without further ado, let's dive on in. Hello there, beautiful friend. I'm your host, Kaya, a cattle rancher turned accidental life coach after embarking on my own health journey, losing over 100 pounds, but most importantly, rebuilding my relationship with myself. Now I am more on fire than ever to empower others to create a healthy life that they love from the inside out by sharing the tools, tips, and strategies that I've learned and continue to learn along the way mindset, health, body image, self-love, entrepreneurship, and more. We're here to chat about climbing the mountains of life all while finding joy in the journey. Welcome to the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. Now let's get climbing. Okay. So I want to start this episode off with a story. Imagine that it is 2019, early December. And I am sitting in my house in San Luis Obispo. We live in this old farmhouse that's converted into some apartments and it, it has got some character in it. Okay. I'm just really trying to set the scene here. Okay. There's about seven small barn cats turned porch cats that are hanging out inside of our house and outside of our house. The door slightly cracked open because it's California and the weather's always really mild. We have a really cute little Christmas tree lit up in the corner and maybe one or two of those little kittens are sleeping underneath the Christmas tree. It is warm and cozy and a little chilly, but not too much and magical because it's December. And there's something about December that just feels so magical to me. Now, In December, in our town of San Luis Obispo, there are a series of mountains that kind of connect our town to the coast, but there's two main mountains in our town, Bishop's Peak and Madonna Mountain. And every December, at the very tippy top of Madonna Mountain, they always light up this big, beautiful Christmas tree made of string lights. And you can see it from pretty much everywhere in our city, just this big, giant Christmas tree illuminating the night sky. And a lot of locals, it's it's kind of tradition to do this sunset evening hike up to see the lights at the top of the tree. Now, if y'all listened to episode one of this podcast, you would know that growing up, the idea of a good time to me did not include hiking or pretty much any physical activity in general. <laughs> not my thing, right? So I had we had just recently moved back to California that year I imported my husband from Kentucky which is where I met him we met in Kentucky and even though I grew up in this county I still had never hiked to the top of the mountain and I'd never hiked up to the top of the mountain to see the tree and so I decided you know what like I know that Brent doesn't love hiking but I'm just going to pitch the idea to him 
that as part of our, you know, December festive things that we do, maybe he'll be open to hiking to the top of the mountain to see the tree with me. And so I pitched the idea. And to my surprise, y'all, he did not immediately reject it, which is like, we're already, we're already winning here. Okay. Because normally like hiking to Brent definitely is not his idea of a good time. So the fact that he was open-minded to it, I was like, all right, all right, we're, we're on to something here. So I pitched the idea that I was like, you know, babe, I just, I've never done the Madonna hike and, you know, I've been really working on my fitness lately and I think it would be really fun. We could take it really slow and at our own pace and it would just be so fun and great. And it is only up through the end of December. So Brent reluctantly agreed. He said, okay, we'll do the hike. So we decided, I think it was the Monday before Christmas that we were going to go after work and hike up to the top of Madonna mountain to see the tree. So we timed it out perfectly so that we were starting the hike so that the sun would kind of be setting by the time we reached the tippy top. So we get going and we're chugging along. And this hike is, I think it's maybe like, depending on which path you take, like maybe four miles round trip to the top. And in my opinion, it's not the easiest hike in the world. There are some parts that are extremely challenging. So as we start going up the hike, I start hearing from my husband who never suffers in silence how much he's not enjoying every moment of this hike. So he's complaining a little bit, which is to be expected. Um, honestly, he complained less than I thought. So we're going up and and he might kill me for saying this on the podcast, but oh well, it's already out there in the world. Sorry, babe. Love you. Um, but during some of the steep parts, I was like, okay, babe, I'll just, I'll give you a push. It'll be get some good like strength training for me. I'll push you up the steep parts. And he's like, okay, I'll take you up on it. So here I am standing, <laughs> standing behind my husband, like pushing him up this mountain during the steep parts. And he's like, oh yeah, man, that's nice. So much easier. And then we look to our right and there's these like old grannies, like hiking, power walking past us with a vengeance. And Brent's like, oh man, we are really being shown up here. There's like small children passing us, people of all ages, people carrying children passing us. And Brent's like, okay, now he's embarrassed that I'm pushing him up the hill. But anyways, I digress. So we're going up this mountain. And I think this is one of the few occasions that Brent hasn't been annoyed with how often I want to stop to take pictures because my picture breaks were the perfect like breaks for us to have a nice breather too. And it was just it's beautiful. It is an absolutely beautiful hike. This hike goes up this, this road that just kind of wraps around the mountain right until you get to the tippy top. And as we're going, the sun is setting. And so the, the sky is just these beautiful colors of pink and orange and blue. And it's amazing. And as you get higher up in the mountain, you can see off in the distance, just a little glimpse of the Pacific ocean. And it is gorgeous. It is so beautiful. I pinch myself every time I do this hike because the views are absolutely breathtaking. You get a 360 degree view of the city and it's amazing. So we keep going up, we keep going up and Brent is just like, okay, are, are we halfway there yet? Are we at least halfway there yet? And I said, yeah, totally, babe. Yeah, we're halfway there. And in my defense, I hadn't hiked this mountain. I think I maybe had done it once before this. And so I didn't know where the halfway point was. So I might have maybe fibbed a little bit. We were not halfway, but we made it to the top, y'all. After a lot of moaning, sweating, maybe some cramping, we made it to the very tippy top. And we finally get to where this beautiful string of Christmas lights are that makes up this amazing, humongous Christmas tree. And since it's a pretty popular hike, there's quite a few people around. There's like this little platform up at the top when you get there and we decide to hike up the rock. So we're standing underneath the Christmas tree. And of course, I love a good photo op. So we stop and take pictures. 
And the pictures, I'll have to share the pictures with y'all on social media. My hair is like whipping in the wind and so is Brent's. They're windblown and blurry, but we got some pictures. And after we snap a few photos, I turn around and Brent grabs my hand, gets down on one knee and asks me to be his wife. And y'all, yes, of course. I said, yes, we are officially married as of now. And it was so, so sweet and so special. I've had other relatives getting engaged at the top of Madonna Mountain as well. And I will say it did catch me off guard. Looking back now though, I should have been more suspicious how little he complained before going on the hike and while being on the hike. And it finally clicked for me. It finally clicked for me after he asked me to be his wife. And I said, yes, and we're celebrating and, you know, taking pictures and all that good stuff. Why? he even decided to hike it in the first place because he didn't hike to the top of the mountain because he's a good boyfriend. Trust me, he has weaseled his way out of hiking with me multiple times before. He didn't do that hike with me because he felt particularly intrigued by looking at a big Christmas tree of lights. The reason he went on the hike with me was because he had a deeply compelling why. He knew that on the other side of that pain and struggle, hiking this mountain and probably one of his least favorite activities of all time, he knew that on the other side of that, he was going to ask his girlfriend to be his wife. And that was more important to him than the temporary discomfort of hiking a mountain. He had a strong, compelling why. That was his mountain motivation. Asking me to be his wife was his mountain motivation that helped him reach the top. And what is so funny that I have to say to you is later on, he confessed to me that at multiple points as we're walking up the mountain, he's like, he said he thought to himself, you know, this is a pretty, a pretty good view. Maybe I can just ask her here. And then after I ask, we can just walk back down the hill. <laughs> but he made it to the top, y'all. Big kudos to Brent. And another side note, I think Brent thought that he was going to get to hike this mountain one time seal the deal, ask his girlfriend to be his wife, and then never have to hike it ever again. But what he didn't anticipate was that his wife was going to ask him every year to go on an anniversary hike of the day that he proposed. So joke's on you, Brent. He went again this year. He did complain more this last time. I don't think he had quite as much of a compelling why because he already had the ring on my finger. But y'all, why do I tell you this story? I tell you this story because I want you to dig down deep to understand what your mountain motivation is behind your climb. What you want needs to be more compelling than the work that it's going to take to get there. And by being rooted in this deep, compelling why, it's going to be so much easier to create that motivation for yourself in the moments when the climb feels challenging. Because the things that we want in our life, the big things that we want to accomplish, the big things that we want to do and achieve and and reach and have, a lot of times those things don't come easy. They take a lot of work. And so it's not enough to simply want something to have it. We have to have a deep a deep-rooted, strong, compelling why that is going to outweigh the moments of temporary discomfort because those moments are sure to come. And what I want you to know too about why we need to have a compelling why is because we as human beings, we are hardwired to seek instant gratification and avoid discomfort, avoid pain. 
And so if we are constantly choosing instant gratification over long-term satisfaction for whatever those goals, dreams, and wishes that we have on our heart are, if we don't know what it is we're choosing, if we don't know deeply why we are choosing that temporary discomfort, then we are going to choose instant gratification all day, every day. And so until we have some clarity and a really strong purpose behind what we're doing, it's going to feel really hard and it's going to be really hard for us to choose to do that thing in the moment unless we know what we're working for is more important to us. So I want to give you guys a couple of examples of instances where it might be hard not to choose instant gratification over the long-term goal. And one of my first examples that comes to mind is college for me. Now, when it comes to reading books, you know, I'm thinking calculus, chemistry, I, me and those, me and those classes did not get along really any class. When I had to read a textbook for school, very rarely was I ever feeling particularly motivated to sit down and read, right? Like I went to college because I was all about the clubs and organizations and the social aspect of it. I just happened to also be getting a degree at the same time. So for me to choose to sit down and read a textbook versus going out and doing something fun with my friends, I had to dig down real deep, y'all, to find what my why was. And if I'm being honest, usually the way I found it was because I procrastinated to the last minute and I didn't want to drop out of school and that was compelling to me to get the work done. But I digress. So in those moments, that might be a perfect example of you asking yourself, well, why do you, why do you want to sit down and study right now? Well, I don't want to, but why, why do I want this? What is the deeper compelling why? The reason that I need to sit down and study right now is because I want to pass this class. Okay, dig deeper. Well, why do you want to pass the class? Well, I want to pass this class because I want to not ever have to take it again. <laughs> and I want to pass this class because I want to get the college degree. Well, why do you want to get the college degree? Well, I want to get the college degree so that I can get a job after I graduate. And I want to get a job after I graduate so that I can afford to live the life that I want to live. And why do I want to be able to afford that? Because I want to travel the world and accomplish these goals. And we can just keep asking the question and dig down deeper and deeper and deeper. And if you get to the core of it, like, why do I want to sit down and read this book today? Because I want to have a wildly successful and vibrant life. Like that seems silly. That never crosses your brain when you're thinking to sit down and read a textbook about calculus. If we can dig down deep and find this deep, compelling why, something that is more powerful, something we want so much stronger than the temporary discomfort, it's going to feel easier for us to get it done, to show up and do that work because we know that what we want, what's on the other side of that discomfort is more important to us than just sitting down and powering through reading the textbook. Now, when I started my health journey, I had a whole list of whys, right? Like I want to lose weight because I want to fit into my favorite pair of jeans. I want to lose weight so that I can walk into any store and be able to find something that fits me. I want to lose weight so that I can put on an airplane seatbelt again. I want to lose weight so that I can look good and feel beautiful in my own skin. And those are all great and fine, totally valid, but they're a little bit superficial, right? Because those things, while they're fine and it's totally okay if those are things that I wanted or things that you want too, but are those compelling enough for you to choose the discomfort in the moment in order to achieve them? 
Because I'll be honest with y'all, if I am debating on fitting back into a pair of jeans or eating the delicious tub of ice cream that's in front of me, like in the moment, that's a toss up. I really like ice cream. (laughs) But if we can dig down deeper and find a compelling why, something that is more important to us than anything, it's going to be easier for us to show up, to root ourselves in that way, in our why, remind ourselves why we're here and keep going. So when it came to my health journey, I had to dig down deeper. Why did I want to get healthy? I wanted to get healthy because, yeah, I wanted to be able to fit into society better. I wanted to be able to fit into chairs and waiting rooms and airplane seats and clothes at most stores, but I wanted to feel accepted. I wanted to feel accepted in my body, not just by the outside world, but if I really got deep with myself, I wanted to accept myself in my body because I rejected myself for a long, 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 long time. And that rejection that I have had of myself kept me back from living life. What I wanted was to start saying yes to life again, to wear a bathing suit on the beach instead of hiding myself away or skipping out on the opportunity. I wanted to live a happy, whole, and vibrant life without my insecurities holding me back. And not just that, but I wanted to get healthier because I knew that I was influenced by the media around me, yes, but I was also influenced by the other women around me. And thinking about my nieces, my young girl nieces, I didn't want that for them. I didn't want to pass down the insecurities that I had to my nieces and the children that I hope to have one day of my own. I wanted to change the legacy And that's one of my deepest compelling whys. I want to change the legacy. I want diet culture to end with me. I don't want to pass down my insecurities. I want to be an example to them and not just to my nieces and my future children, but to women, all women. I want to be an example of them of what it looks like to love yourself unconditionally. I want to be an example of what it looks like to give yourself space to feel joy and happiness and say yes to life again, but also to give yourself the space to feel all of it, to give yourself space to feel the hard stuff too, to have the tools to process the feelings of shame and sorrow and all the hard stuff. I wanted to be an example of what it looked like to have a healthy relationship, not just with my body, but with my emotions too. And I want to be an example to my nieces and not just to them, but to the world, to the world. That's one of my deepest compelling whys. You here right now listening to this podcast, you are one of my deepest, most compelling whys. Because if sharing my story, if living my truth can empower just one other woman to love herself a little bit more, then it's all worth it. And in the days when I am feeling down in it, when I feel that shame sneaking back in, when I feel myself not wanting to show up for the promises that I've made for myself, when I feel myself slipping into that comparison trap, I have to root myself into that compelling why. Why am I showing up today? What is my deeper purpose? What is the feeling that I want to feel? What is the example that I want to set today? And when I remind myself of that, when I root myself in my why, y'all, that is where I find the will to keep going. And if you don't have a why, 
If you don't know why you're doing this, if you don't know why you're showing up today, if you don't know why you laced up your running shoes today to get out of the house when you put on your workout clothes, if you don't know why you're doing that, then you're not going to get off the couch because I promise you, your brain would much rather conserve energy to stay safe and choose instant gratification over hard work every day of the week unless you know why you're choosing that hard. You get to choose your hard. Are you going to choose to stay stuck in the status quo where you're at right now, feeling unhappy, unhealthy, unfulfilled, wherever it is that you're at in whatever facet of life that you're in? Or are you going to choose the hard of showing up for yourself today, of getting one baby step closer to that goal, of letting the next choice you make get you one step closer to your goal instead of one step further away from it? Why are you doing this? Why? I want you to dig deep. And I want you to discover what the powerful, compelling why behind your journey is that is going to get you to the summit of that mountain. In the moments that you feel like giving up, what is going to keep you going? We are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to ask you some questions to help you find some more clarity about your compelling why so that you can discover what your mountain motivation is in those moments that you might think about giving up. Hey there, friends. I just wanted to pop in really quick and see if you're looking to ignite your transformation for creating a healthier life that you love from the inside out. If so, I've got some good news. If you're willing to give me 10 minutes a day for just five days, I just recently launched my new five-day kickstart. In five days, you're going to learn my signature coaching framework, helping hundreds of women around the world ditch diet culture. I'm also going to share the five action steps that you need to start doing right now to ignite that health transformation. And they're likely not what you've been taught from diet programs. And I'm also going to be giving you strategies to create lasting change in your life from the inside out. And the good news, friends, it's 100% free. If you're ready to join the free five-day kickstart, visit coachkaya.com to get started. All right, friends, we are back to the show. Okay, so what I want to do here is, you know, I can't tell you what your why is. I can share with you what my why is. And what I want to mention too is that our whys will continue to change and evolve as we continue to change and evolve on this journey, whatever journey it is that you're on. But I think something that can really help us here is to just ask ourselves some really good questions and to just explore what those answers might be and be really honest with ourselves. And what I want you to do is as I ask you these questions right now, I want you to think about them. And if it helps you, because I know that this really helps me, I want you to grab out a journal or a notebook and I want you to just write it down. Like whatever comes up for you, I just want you to write it down. And I want you to explore these questions with some curiosity. And I want you to focus on really digging deep. And when you think you know your why, we're going to try to get one more layer deep. Okay. So friend, the first question I have for you is what mountain is it that you're climbing right now? What mountain is it that you're climbing right now? Maybe that mountain is your health journey. You want to get healthy. Maybe it's entrepreneurship. Maybe you want to start a business. Maybe it's an educational mountain. Maybe you want to earn a degree. What is your mountain? What is the thing that you want? That's the first question. 
Now, what I want to do now is I want us to go a layer deeper. Okay. So what is the thing that you want? And is that the one thing that you want more than, more than anything? Why do you want to change your life in this way by accomplishing this thing, by getting healthy, by starting the business, by earning the degree, whatever that mountain is that you're climbing, why do you want to change your life in this way? And how will achieving your goal change your life? What will achieving that goal, what will reaching the summit of that mountain do for you? And a layer deeper, I want to ask you, how will achieving that goal, accomplishing that how will that make me feel? How will that make me feel? And when you think you know, I want you to dig another layer deeper and I want you to just keep asking yourself, why? Why? Why do I want to get healthy? Why do I want to start the business? Why do I want to feel more confident in my own skin? Why do I want to lose weight? Why do I want to make more money? Why do I want to travel the world? What is the thing that you want and why do you want it? And why do you want that? What is the feeling that you're after? Now, what I want you to know is that what we want is typically the feeling that's on the other side of accomplishing that goal or dream. What I wanted when I started my health journey was to lose weight. That's what I thought I wanted. But what I wanted was to feel confident in my skin. What I wanted was that life freedom. And what I want you to realize is that even before accomplishing that thing, you can start creating these feelings in your body right now using the think, feel, do cycle that we talked about in our last episode. And I want you to start exploring that right now because whatever it is that you want, I'd venture to guess that the feeling that you're after is something that you can start generating and creating in your life right now. And by creating that feeling in your body, that's also going to help you become more motivated to show up and take the actions that are going to help you accomplish it and reach the top of that mountain. But I want you to just keep asking yourself why and digging deeper. When you think that you're at a place where you're like, okay, Kaya, I think, I think I've got my why. I think I know why I'm doing this. I am feeling pretty clear on this. Now that you know it, like how do, how do we use this? How do we use our why in our journeys as we're climbing this mountain? How do we use our mountain motivation? This is simple, but powerful. I want you to write it down. I'm serious. I want you to physically write it down and you can put it in a note on your phone or type it out somewhere. But I think that there is something really powerful about putting pen to paper. So I want you to grab a pen or a pencil and I want you to write it down. Maybe it's in a journal or on a notebook, or maybe it's on a sticky note. I want you to write it down. Why? What is your deep, compelling why? Why are you doing this? Maybe your why is your nieces, like me. Maybe it's your kids. Maybe it's freedom. Maybe it's something more. Why do you want this? What is the feeling that you want? I want you to write it down. I want you to put it out into the world. Now, what I want you to do with this piece of paper now that you have is I want you to put it somewhere that you're going to see it regularly. I want this why to be something that you see everywhere that you look. In fact, if you need to write it down multiple places, go for it. Put it in a note on your phone. Make it the background of your phone. 
Put it in a sticky note on the mirror in your bathroom. Put the sticky note in your car so that you can see it every day when you're driving to work. I want this to be something that is top of mind because there are going to be moments on this climb that are going to test you and challenge you. And I want you to remind yourself every single day why you're going to keep showing up even when you don't feel like it. Why is that long-term goal more important to you than the temporary discomfort of showing up today? I want you to have that awareness every single day, and I want you to put it everywhere that you can see it. I want you to make it very, very obvious. I want this to be a visual representation to you of that mountain motivation. It's kind of going to be like your new mantra. Like, why am I doing this? In the moments that I feel like sleeping in and not waking up and going for the run that I scheduled, I can ask myself, why am I going to choose to get out of bed this morning? Well, because I want to be an example to other women of what it looks like to not break your promises to yourself. Shoot. I just talked myself into it. I'm going for my run. It can be wildly powerful. Now, If you want to take it a step further, another thing that you can do is you can create another example of a visual representation of your why by creating a vision board. Now, a vision board can be, it can look a lot of different ways. One way you can do a vision board is you can do it in your phone. You can take a bunch of different pictures that are visual representations of what you want, things that remind you of your why and what it is that you're reaching for. And you can make a little photo collage on your phone, make it your background of your phone. You can maybe even make a Pinterest board with visual representations that remind you of your why. Or you can do it old school, which is what I did. And you can go grab a bunch of newspapers and a bunch of magazines, clip out pictures, clip out words, and Take a glue stick and make a visual collage of what you're reaching for and why you're doing it. And that in itself can be a beautiful visual representation of what you're reaching for. I have mine posted up in my kitchen so that I can see it every single day. And it is just a great way to remind me daily of what it is that I want. And it allows me to stay more aligned with my compelling why. It's easier to feel to feel good about honoring your commitments to yourself in the moment when you remember why you're showing up. So my challenge for you this week, friends, is to explore your why. And maybe you have more than one, and that is A-OK. Maybe some of your whys are similar to mine, or yours might look entirely different. What I want you to do is pop over to my social media accounts on Facebook or Instagram, and I want you to share with me what your why is. I want you to put it out into the world and I want you to root yourself in it as your mountain motivation for this climb ahead. If we can get really clear on why we're on this journey, if we can look off in the distance and know that is what I'm reaching for, that is what I want for my life, that is how I want to feel, it's going to be so much easier to show up and honor your commitments today and endure that temporary discomfort because what you want is more important to you than the hard thing that you're going to have to do today to get one baby step closer. Before I let y'all go, can I ask for a quick favor? If you're enjoying this podcast, I want you to take a moment to leave a five-star rating and a review on your podcast app. Your feedback means the world to me, and it is one of the best ways that you can help support this podcast. Thank you so much again for letting me share and be a voice in your ear today. It is truly, deeply an honor. And friend, I just, I love you. And I'm sending so much love and light your way this week. I'm thinking of you. Keep on climbing and I'll chat with you next week. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. 
If you enjoyed what you heard today, please hit subscribe and leave me a review sharing what you loved most. Come hang out with me on Instagram and Facebook to keep the conversation going as we continue to find joy in the journey. Until next time, I am cheering for you, friend. Keep climbing and we'll chat soon.